0: Yo yo yo! What's poppin'? It's your girl Malia, and welcome back to Young and Opinionated. What did we think of that intro? I was trying to think of a fun, catchy way that will always open the podcast that you can always expect from me. You know, a little jingle jangle, if you will, a little catch line, catchphrase, something that really gets you hooked. And I was thinking, Young and Opinionated. Yo yo yo! What's poppin'? I say what's poppin' 24-7, and yeah, let me know. We're gonna play around with it until we find the right one, but that one came to me at like 3 a.m., so I had to let y'all know about it, but welcome to episode two. We made it another week. Happy Thanksgiving. We're officially in the holiday season. This is the season where we go broke because we love people and we want to sprinkle our love in gifts now all the way until December 25th. I could totally deep dive right now into love languages and gifts being a love language, but we're not going to do that. Episode two today, we're focusing on motivation, self-care, and at the end of today's episode, I left a good portion of the podcast to be a write-in portion, which is something I want to include ever so often. And you guys can write in scenarios that you're dealing with that you want my advice on. I'm no expert, but if you just wanted to know what I would do in that situation, we can do that. If you have a question for me and you want more of an answer, we can do that. Literally, whatever you guys want, I'm here to answer. I'm here to entertain it. So it's going to be anonymous. So some people wrote in. I'm not going to say who. And we're going to go through that at the end of today's podcast. Before we jump in to today's episode, I did want to say thank you so much for the crazy support of Young and Opinionated. This is my baby right now. She has my full attention and you guys just showed so much love and support and I appreciate that so much. I had people from kindergarten reaching out saying they listened to it and they're so happy and I'm like, oh my gosh. Thank you. There was some obstacles, but with everything new, there are obstacles. I'm trying to work out some kinks, but it's a learning experience and I think you guys, the people that are here with me right now that you've been here with me since episode 1 or this is your first time tuning in, we're going to grow. We're not going to stay at the same place. It's going to keep elevating. So, stay with me and this is going to be a journey for both of us. All right, let's dive in. I'm going to start off With some things that I've been feeling recently and I just think can be relatable to a lot of people. I wanna talk about some bad habits because I've been weighing on myself and really down about certain things that I've been doing. And this has been for a while now, not all of them, but you know, I go through periods of time where I'm super motivated. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And other times where I'm like, oh my God. I don't want to get out of bed right now and I just wanted to talk about that because I see it on social media. I I think we all see it on social media. You get on your phone and you go on whatever app you please and you see people grinding. You see the good parts of everyone's lives. You see the person in the gym PRing. You see the person who just sold a house you see the person who just had a kid you see the couple that just got engaged you're always seeing these moments and it's making you reflect a little bit harder on what you're doing there's good and bad in that i think our generation is seeing success at such a young age and it's pushing others to go for it as well and that's a push it's a push it's a push And i think that's a good thing in some some regards And others, I think it can be easy to mess up mental health and mess with someone's mindset because it's like, okay, you're not always going to have the most productive day. You don't always need to be comparing yourself to other people. But if you want to sit back and do some self-reflection, that's not going to hurt you. So when I'm self-reflecting and I'm thinking about, you know what? I'm kind of mad at myself for having a lazy day today. And I hate to call them lazy days. I really do. I have a stigma around the word lazy because I might have lazy actions in moments, but I'm not a lazy person and I don't think anyone is a lazy person. There are some things that I might not do the way another person would do them, but it doesn't make me lazy. And I have some trauma that I'm trying to overcome with that word, but... Yeah, so let's dive into it. So for my bad habits, we're just going to reflect right now. This is a therapy session for myself. Take what you want. When my room gets messy, I kind of freak out. But at the same time, it is so hard for me to keep my room clean. I don't know what it is. I'm not the type to take off my clothes and neatly put them in the dirty clothes hamper. They sit on my floor for a little bit. When I finish or don't finish a beverage, that cup stays in my room for a little bit. Um, There's lots of things I've done really good, really good the last like four years at waking up and making my bed first thing. I'm very proud of that. That is a habit now. I do it. I don't have to think about it. It gets done. It pulls the room together. But you know, we're slowly trying to do all those habits. I've also made the habit of when I do my makeup, it goes right back into the drawers. It doesn't stay out on the countertop. Those are certain habits, but we're working on the clothes. We're working on the drinks everywhere, you know? But my dad used to tell me this all the time when I was younger, and he would say, a messy space equals a messy mind. And I always understood what he meant by that, but I always felt like our versions of messy were so different that I always thought he was such a perfectionist. He was so OCD. He was so his way or the highway that I wasn't able to like put it into my own perspective I just thought it was so out there I thought it was so wild that I was like I'm never gonna live up to that my room's never gonna be that clean sorry but I do understand it in regards to when I have a lot going on I'll use this for example it was the other day I went to Canada recently and when I landed I've told myself tons of times this year when you pack a bag when you get home you unpack it right away because I get frustrated at the bag sitting in my room full and I just sit at it and I just stare at it and dwell on it and I'm like oh my gosh that needs to get done so as soon as I get home I always tell myself just unpack the bag just unpack the bag Malia guess what I didn't do I didn't unpack that bag and so my large Canada duffel bag was on my floor the next day I had a photo shoot, and I needed to bring certain things. That meant I had to pack another bag. So now two bags are going to be in my room when I get home today, making a mess. And I'm not going to get home until very late. And then guess what happened? I ended up going to my boyfriend's house, so I needed to pack now a third bag. You don't understand the chaos that was going on in my mind. To know that my room, like when I was packing that third bag, just looking at the other two, like if I would have just unpacked those right away, I wouldn't be so anxious right now. I wouldn't be so frustrated and flustered. So I do truly believe that the messy space is the messy mind, but you have to put it into your own perspective. And <laughs> That's what I had to learn. But that's a bad habit that I'm trying to overcome. I really want to be the girl with the really clean room that you can come in any time of the day, any day of the week, and it look great. Mine tends to look great Monday and Tuesday because on Sunday is my reset day. I'll do my laundry. I'll clean my room. Wednesday, Thursday, the mess from Monday, Tuesday is lingering and we got to redo it, you know? I don't want to have to keep redoing it. If you just do it in the moment, you don't need to keep cleaning it, you know? But, yeah, that was one of my first bad habits and still is one of my bad habits that I'm trying to overcome. I also have the, this thing, um, I think we all might be able to relate here. If not, just stay quiet. But, um, I make a lot of excuses for myself and, I look at them and I'm like, that's a really good one, Malia. That's a good excuse. Go ahead and use that one this time. I can't even name some of these excuses. I've made crazy excuses. I'm going to give you a quick story. This one, like, isn't even funny to me, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm just going to tell you. Okay, so I'm trying to pursue modeling, right? I live in LA. I'm 22 years old. I'm like, let's kind of go for it, you know? When in Rome, I'm, I live in LA. I live in the city of dreams. Let's see what could happen if I went for it. You know, that's my mindset right now. So I drove to a casting call that was an hour and 15 minutes away from my house. I get to said casting call. I see the building. I see where the line starts. And then I drive three and a half blocks to where... <laughs> The line ends. And when I pulled up and I parked, I literally sat there and thought about telling the people that I told I was going to this casting. I literally started making up the excuse on why I should just leave now. I was like so disappointed in myself for even thinking like that. What? I quite literally said, In my head, I'm going to tell everyone that the security guard had closed the line and said that they were done for the day as an excuse for me not to go after something that I've been wanting to go after. That doesn't even make sense to me. And I was so disappointed in myself, but I was also so proud of myself for not making that the excuse because I immediately thought of the excuse. The excuse is not hard to think up. I immediately thought of the excuse and was trying to get out of there, but I went and i'm happy i went i built connections it was an experience i learned a lot i didn't make it to the front of the line of the casting i waited 5 hours and i never made it inside so you know it might have been <laughs> might have been my guardian angels but like i do that a lot i quite literally do that a lot i have a gym membership From August to right now, November, end of November, I can probably count on my two hands the amount of times I went to my gym that I pay for. But yet every month they get $25 from me and I'm not even getting $25 worth of workouts. I make that excuse. My gym used to be a mile and like maybe a mile and a half away from my house. And I was like, you know what? Maybe if I find a gym that's closer, I'll go. So now my gym is 0.2 miles away from my house. How am I still making up an excuse not to go? What? I tell myself, oh, well, I'll just do a workout on the floor in my room. Hmm? I start the ab video. I make it to three minutes in and I turn it off. I go downstairs and I make my breakfast. Malia what? What? I was able to wake up at 7 a.m. to go to a job that I quite literally hated every morning for the month that I worked there. But I can't wake up at 7 a.m. to better myself to get in the gym. That's not okay with me. That's not okay with me. And Those are certain things I try not to beat myself down on so it doesn't feel like a chore. But, like, really reflect and be like, come on now. Like, do what you want with your life. Make what you want with your life, you know? What are you doing to get yourself where you want to be? You can't just like the girls' pictures on Instagram. You can't just like the workout TikToks. You can't just say you want to do it and then not do it. You have the time on your hands. And I'm talking to myself. All of this is me talking to myself. I'm not telling you, you got to go to the gym. You got to do this. You got to do that. I'm reflecting because you know what I realized? When a friend talks and complains about their situation, I feel like it's so easy for us to sit back and be like, oh yeah, girl, like you are messing up. Why aren't you going to the gym? Yeah, he ain't good for you. We're so easy to see all that. But when it comes to ourselves we make those excuses so i want you to like hear my situation out and then kind of think about what you would want for yourself you know i don't know at the end of the day we're going into the new year don't wait for the new year look at some habits that you have that you think are holding yourself back and find small ways to tweak them i read this book atomic habits (sighs) I'm not going to lie, I didn't finish the book. I'm not a big reader. That's an excuse right there. I should just finish the book. My screen time on TikTok this week, no other apps included, just TikTok. I could have finished this book. But it said something about you don't want to overload yourself. Give yourself one thing to do for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month and then add on, and then add on, and then add on. Because if you were to make a list right now and you say, I wanna wake up at 7 a.m. every day, I wanna eat this amount of protein, whatever, I wanna go to the gym this many times a week, I want to do this, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. You'll be over, most people would be overwhelmed and make excuses to not get anything on the list done because it's just so overwhelming. So piecing it together, taking it day by day, working on little things at a time, each one will become a habit. And by the end, you'll be able to do all of them successfully because you eased your way into it. And that's what I've been trying to do. That's where making my bed came into it. That's where I, I have a bunch of little things that I started implementing that have worked for me. So it's just like small things at a time and see how that works. Because at the end of the day, what I think to myself is, What are you doing right now to get yourself where you want to be in five years? If I'm seeing myself super fit, how am I going to get there? I need to work on my fitness journey if I see myself being super fit. If I see myself being a millionaire, I don't think I'm going to become a millionaire watching Netflix all day. So let's pull that back a little bit Malia and that's why I'm hard on myself because where I want to be I see a certain image so I need to be doing those things to get there. I can't just complain in five years of dang I really wanted to be in this place but I'm not in this place. Now I am someone who struggles with mental health sometimes. I get very anxious. I can't always explain it and it sometimes hits me out of nowhere and I understand that we do need to have some lenience, some forgiveness for ourselves to work on that and prioritize your mental health. So it is okay to have a day or two, an evening, whatever you need to regroup so that you can be your best version of yourself to step out. I don't want you to think like, oh my gosh, I have to be grinding 24-7 and, you know i'm no professional i'm just talking this is my video diary folks i'm living out loud i'm just telling you what i do and why i think i do it that way but i do totally understand having those lulls having those breaks having those downtime days to just give yourself a moment life goes by really fast sometimes you get a lot thrown on your plate at once and giving yourself a chance to breathe take it all in, figure out your plan, and then go from it. Go for it from there, I think helps you in the end be successful. Because if you don't work through some things, if you don't give yourself grace, if you don't give yourself that time to be with yourself and be in your thoughts and feel those things, it's going to linger into everything you do. If you don't take anything away from that little motivational speech. I would just stick with, if you're going to only take away one thing, I don't know how that saying goes. If you're only going to take away one thing from this whole thing, I would say just, what are you doing to get yourself where you see yourself in five years? We're very quick to answer, oh, in five years, I'm going to do this. In five years, I'm going to do that. (laughs) If you would have asked 14-year-old Malia what 22-year-old Malia would be doing, she would tell you that she was moved out She got engaged on graduation day. She has a dog. They're planning the wedding. By 24, she'll be married. By 25, she'll be having a kid. Sis. You know, it's very easy to say these things, but it's like, what are you doing to get there? You know? Take a shot every time I say, you know? I also think like this. You are the product of the five people closest to you. If you see yourself really want to hustle and go for something, go hard at something, make some big life changes, and the five people closest to you are very content where they're at. They're making the money they want to be making. They've done everything they wanted to do. And at this point, they're content. They're going to keep doing what they're doing, but they're not going to do anymore. It's going to become very easy to become complacent. You're going to sit there and be like, yeah, it's fine for me not to do this. Yeah, it's fine for me not to do this or, you know, you get what I'm saying. But if you're around hustlers and you want to be a hustler, you're going to be, it's going to be eye opening. You're going to be brainstorming new things constantly. Oh, I can also do this. Or what about this? And what about this? I think that having a group of people that match the energy that you're in at that point in your life is very important. It's like the friends who party every day, drink every day, do all that every day, but you're trying to do 4 a.m. workouts and Pilates and all this stuff and the the lives aren't matching up. If you're trying to always link with your friends who are always partying and they're partying until 2 a.m. and you think you're gonna wake up at 4 a.m. for your Pilates workout? You think you're only gonna give yourself two hours? Or do you think, oh, I went out last night, I'm not going to do Pilates, even though you told yourself the goal is to do Pilates five times a week. Now you're down to four. Now you're down to three. You start to become complacent. You just got to really look at the people who are around you because they are influencing you. They are changing your trajectory. I also want to throw in self-care. I think it's very important to find a self-care routine that works for you, something that really does ease your mind puts you in a good mind space, helps you pick up a bad day. Um, For me, a self-care day looks like making myself an emotional support beverage or treating myself to emotional support beverage. I love an iced coffee. I love a matcha. I love a tea. I'll give myself that. That's like a little serotonin moment. I really like making it. I also love making TikToks, um, so that's like a little boost in my mood. Um, I'll do a face mask. I'll do my nails. I love doing my nails. And then without asking anyone else's opinion, I'm going to get food. It's not going to be what majority of us want, you know? I'm not going to ask... Everyone in the house, hey, guys, what do we want for lunch? No, I'm going to get what I want. (laughs) I'm going to be a little selfish. I'm going to fulfill my needs. And that's what my little self-care will look like, you know? Um, But you got to find what works for you because yours might be totally different. Your self-care might be going on a hike early morning. Your self-care might be sitting down and doing a uh, painting, having a paint night. You have to find what self-care works for you. So to keep me accountable for some things, I, I don't know if you guys follow me on TikTok. Shameless plug, at Malia Elaine on TikTok. I, for the first podcast, I did a few things. Um, I did a get ready with me where I expressed my nerves going into filming my first podcast, Um, I talked about the day like okay hey guys it's this day it's this time this is the goal of when it'll be up by and I was very transparent and that honestly kept me accountable because once I post that get ready with me I need to fulfill it like I didn't want to tell people about this podcast because I was like what if I never get to and I let people down Uh uh-uh why would I not do the podcast if I'm wanting to do the podcast why would I not do the podcast so I put it out there I filmed the get ready with me and I posted it and I'm like well told people about it now gotta get it done sometimes you need accountability I do very well with a gym buddy keeps me accountable I can't go to the gym do my three workouts and leave I need to actually you know be in there do some more workouts stretch Do a little bit more. Go a little harder. Go a little heavier. So sometimes you need someone to keep you accountable. So that can also help you with sticking to plans, sticking to goals. On the topic of accountability, I want to, I want you guys to keep me accountable. I want to make it through the holidays with keeping the cups in my room to a minimum I can have the drink that I'm drinking and the water that I need for my body and that's it I want the clothes to get washed I want them to get put away right away I want no clothes on my floor I want to strictly focus on my messy room bad habit and so I'm going to keep checking in with you guys And if you want to make yourself one thing that you want to be accountable for this week, when this goes up, I'm going to put something on my story and you guys can tell me what you're going to be working on this week and we'll talk about it in next week's podcast. All right, folks, we've made it to the write-in portion. So if you want to be featured on next week's write-in portion, please follow me on Instagram At the Malia Elaine, the people that wrote in this week saw the suggestion box. They saw the write-in box on my story on the day that I'm going to film or maybe the day prior to filming so I can get as many write-ins as possible. I post something on my story saying, hey, if you want to be featured, totally anonymous, go ahead and write in your story and we'll talk about it. We need to name this portion, though. What is this going to be called? Talks with Malia big sis advice. Don't take my advice. I'm not a professional. I don't know. We need to name this portion. All right, but let's get started with item number one. All right, I got written this. My bestie got a boyfriend. So happy for her, but I'm scared I'm going to get left behind. I have different thoughts on this. I have both ways. The first way is, I hate to say it, I think it's because I'm a relationship girly, I love relationships, my circle is really small, I don't have a whole lot of friends, but then I complain about not having a whole lot of friends, but it's because I do this. I kind of feel like as we get older, this happens a lot. It happens a lot, but at the same time, I understand it. I'm the understanding friend, okay? I get it. At the end of the day, if I'm your best friend, you're not going to marry me. We're going to be best friends, but we're not going to spend the rest of our lives together. We're not going to make a family together. You're going to make yours. I'm going to make mine, and it so happens that you're doing it right now. Now, is that in every case scenario? No. Um, I'm talking about the real serious relationships and the ones that you can see and you know it's healthy. I'm not talking about your toxic, your best friend having a super toxic relationship and still cutting you out. But I definitely think that the friend has some responsibility of still checking in with you and still prioritizing you. Um, do I think... Do I think you as the best friend is going to get prioritized as number one? No, 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 no. We know how girls are. We'll do anything for our man. <laughs> but just keep checking in on her. Um, I, I've always feel like I've been that type of friend where if I'm in a relationship or not, I'm checking in on my friends I'm not an everyday person. You're not going to hear from me every day. We're not going to talk every day. We're not going to text every day. I call myself the low-maintenance friend. But once a week, you're going to get a text from me saying, I hope you're doing well. I love you. Or how are you doing? Or do you want to go get coffee? Do you want to hit a happy hour? Um, Or you might even get a FaceTime call from me. It depends on our relationship. But you keep checking in on her. She should keep checking in on you. If, it, if she really, like, ghosts you, I would have a talk with her and say, Hey, girl, I miss you. Don't forget about me. Kind of hint at it. Um, but, yeah, it depends on your age, but I do feel like at this age in my life, I'm seeing it from other people, and I'm also I'm doing it firsthand. I prioritari- prioritize my relationships sometimes over friendships um, I know the friendships that mean the most to me and those are the ones that do get my attention, but other ones have slowly seeped, <laughs> you know, and it's just also because people grow apart, not even for the boyfriend part of it. Um, People grow apart, you start getting different interests, you start getting different hobbies, you start spending your time doing different things and it's not the things that you guys bonded over anymore. I don't know if that was great advice or advice at all, but that's, that's what I got for you. All right. This one honestly sounds like me writing in, um, back when I was starting college. Wow. I'm old. Okay. It says my friends went to big party schools for college. I'm at my local junior college. I'm not making any friends and I feel left out. This hit home because I really wanted to go to a big school. I wanted the party life. I wanted to go to UNLV. I wanted to go to San Diego. I wanted to make a new life somewhere. And I did it. I went to my junior college. I was a few miles down the road. Junior colleges are very commuter. You go, you get what you need to get done, and you leave. Um, but I would really try to get involved one way or another because you can make really good friends out of junior college. My best friend I met in junior college And we got lucky enough to transfer to our four years together and make more memories there. And we've continued to make memories now after college and we're going to continue to do so. So it is possible, but you have to kind of, it's harder. You have to go out of your way. It's not going to just fall into place because you got a roommate, you know. People have to make friends because they're there with nobody else they know. We have the option of driving home because we're only a few miles down the street. Um, so yeah, I would try to get involved, hang around campus. Um, something that helped me was doing my homework at school in the library, in the cafeteria on the lawn, and you'd be surprised people coming up to you or you sitting down in the library, the person next to you guys make small talk, it grows, you at each other on Instagram, you talk on Instagram and boom, now you're out at dinner, now you're out at a bar, you know? You have to kind of put yourself out there. Me and um my college bestie. I slid into her DMs. I said, I wa- saw you walking around campus and you look like you have great energy. What's popping? You like sushi? Let's go get sushi. And we've been besties since. Also, if you're friends that went away to school, if they didn't go too far, take it upon yourself one weekend and be like, hey, can I come out to your school and you show me your school? I also had friends who were at big party schools and I would make a trip out to them just to see what they were experiencing, kind of get in the mix and meet their new friends so that I felt kind of included. Um, yeah, that kind of worked for me. And then I was like, Hey, I'm getting to go to these parties and meet these people and eat in a dining hall. You know, I was trying to double dip. All right. Story number three. I noticed my boyfriend is liking girls photos when they're in bikinis or ass out or tits out. That was word for word what she wrote in. Um, what are my thoughts? What are my thoughts? There is a problem in men out here liking girls' pictures who are in bikinis or lingerie, or it's very it's very specific to look at their body. You know, I do see that being a problem because I think it's also the way girls view social media um not me personally but I could tell you so many girls who are like oh my god he liked my picture he liked my picture okay so now I see the frustration like you don't want some other girl seeing your man liked the picture and now is thinking something that's where I have a problem you know um and it's also like why are you going out of your way to like this picture what is it doing for you what is it how is it getting you further in life I'm so confused you really took the extra energy my my little rule is if they're famous (laughs) and there's no chance of you ever being with them it's fine go ahead and like that picture babe I like Kylie Jenner too um The people they know, it's like, all right, I get it. You know them. Cool. Let's not get excessive with it. But yeah, just liking random girls' pictures, that's a no-go. And it shouldn't just be majority of your stuff. I think that's a conversation to be had. I think it also will start to weigh on self-confidence, and I think that's why it's a problem with girls. Because I know for me... I'm a little petite girl. I'm very flat on both sides. And (laughs) I just said that. This is going on the internet. Um, Anywho, the, the body that's trending right now is not the body that looks like my body. The beauty standard is still a thick queen hourglass shape. And so those are the girls who, not those are the girls, but those are the types of pictures that are being out there more often than not, is a super curvy girl, really nice boobs, posting a bikini picture. And it's just like, like, okay, I know you like that. (laughs) That's not what I have. We're dating. Let's, (laughs) let's reel it in. Yeah. I just think that's a conversation to be had. I don't think you're in the wrong for not liking that. Um, I don't want to say he's totally in the wrong for doing it. I think it's a conversation. And once you express yourself, it could be like, all right, I did tell you that bothered me. Why are, why are you still doing it? It's the going out of your way. It's, it's the going out of your way to do that. So I would just really talk to him and explain where you're coming from and see what he has to say after that. I have a personal question that got wrote in. What did you do when you had doubts on opening your new chapter? So if you don't follow me on TikTok, um, I went through my journey of right out of college, getting a job in my field within a few months. And I landed the job, corporate world Malia, 9 to 5 gal, in marketing and everyone followed my journey there. I did it. Um, to the outside world, it seemed like the best thing for me. And I wasn't feeling, one, fulfilled. Two, the space was not a space that I would promote. And as marketing, that's all I'm doing is promoting it. And I wasn't comfortable doing that. My It didn't align with my moral compass. Um, so I got out of there. And that aside, I also just wanted to take some time to really go for something. Like I said earlier, when I was talking about my modeling story. I personally wanted to just see what would happen if I put the amount of energy that I put into someone else, being working for a business, working for a small company. They had eight hours of my undivided attention, me really going for it, me finding new creative ways to help grow their company specifically on social media. I was a social media coordinator. I wanted to see what would happen if I took that amount of time, that energy, that dedication and put it into myself and see what I could make of myself instead of sitting there and being like, what if, or I wish I would have done this different. And I told myself a few things. I said, if my biggest regret in life is going after my dreams, I'm okay with that. And I also said, there is no growth in comfort. Those two quotes got me to put in my two weeks and really go after my dreams. We are one month post leaving my corporate job and I've never been happier. I've never seen so much personal growth. I've never pushed myself so hard and I am so, so proud of myself and just, I want to keep going. I want to keep going. Did I have doubts? Yes. I landed a stable job right out of college. That is so hard to do nowadays. That is so hard to do. I, it, I applied to a hundred jobs before I got one interview. I was like, if I leave this job, who's to say I would find another if I needed one when I needed one what if I fail what if I make no money my bills still are due on these dates what am I going to do I of course wanted to still give myself some stability but also some room for To be flexible and that is why I got my serving job back I'm a server and a bartender again that was what I was that was my gig to get me through college and I'm back at it because it gives me the flexibility to try new things and work on other outlets of myself but being in the office nine to five Monday through Friday I didn't have that flexibility I didn't the times where these other opportunities were coming up I couldn't get there it was in the work day you know I was stressed. I was like, wait, everyone in my family followed this path of college, job, get married, whatever, whatever. And I was really like, I don't think I should give this up. I don't think I should give this up. I don't I don't want to settle. But at the same time, am I settling by staying here? There's doubts. You just, you got to outweigh your pros and your cons. And like I said, what are you doing to get yourself to where you want to be in five years? When I thought about like, okay, in five years, I could climb this corporate ladder. I was like, it's not really for me. I'm not going to be thrilled. I don't see myself being like, oh, so happy climbing this corporate ladder. And then I thought, okay, if I put this much work into myself now and continue to do that and grow that and grow that, do I like the way that looks in five years? Yeah. So I need to start it now so I can be there in five years. So that's how I overcame my doubts, trust me. It was it was a battle. I was having sleepless nights. I was in the gym trying to whoo, fight it <laughs> and trying to convince myself to stay. But at the end of the day, I am very happy with my decision. I would say oh, everyone's path is so different. But I would say go for it. List out the pros and the cons. If the pros are longer, if that list is longer than the cons list, go for it. Try it right now for me I was young I had the least amount of bills I'm ever gonna have I still live at home if I fail I do have a support system to come and pick me back up Um, I know I'm very very blessed to be in that situation so I don't I don't know the perfect recipe for everybody but that's what I did those were the two quotes There's no growth in comfort. And shoot, what was the other one? Oh, duh. It was, if my biggest regret in life is chasing my dreams, I'm okay with that. And that's a a big one. (laughs) But that's what worked for me. But all right, guys, that is a wrap of episode two on Young and Opinionated. Thank you so much for tuning back in. I'll be back next week. Please go ahead and follow me here on Spotify, follow me here on Apple Music, wherever you're following. Subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you'll be able to see when podcasts have a video element. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And I'll see you guys next week.